Welcome into the Focused on Fenway podcast. I'm your host, Daniel Locke. Sit back and relax as I update you on everything going on in the world of Red Sox baseball from Boston and beyond. Please be sure to follow the show on Instagram and Twitter at Focused on Fenway. You can also follow me on Twitter at Daniel J. Locke. Now, let's get on with the show. Welcome in to another episode of Focused on Fenway. I'm your host, Daniel Locke. I cover the Red Sox for the Occuway Report, I study journalism at Auburn University, and I serve as the co-sports director for Auburn's student-run radio station, Weagle 91.1 FM. We have a lot to talk about today. We're going to gloss over the uh, Sox four-game series against the Yankees at Fenway Park last weekend. We're going to talk about the Rays series that's currently going on, and we will finish up tonight by previewing the upcoming trip to the Bronx this weekend. I'll actually be attending the game on Friday night, which I'm very excited about. We have a lot to unpack, so let's get right into it. The first game of that Red Sox-Yankees series last week slash weekend at Fenway Park, the Yankees won 6-5. Garrett Cole was on the mound for the Yankees. Uh, Josh Winkowski was on the mound for the Red Sox. This one was a really kind of weird game. Um, Josh Donaldson hit a grand slam in the top of the third inning that put the Yankees up 4 nothing. Aaron Hicks tagged on another one in that inning to put the Yankees up 5 to nothing. Then the bottom of the third, Rafael Devers hit a two-run homer to make the score 5-2. In the top of the fifth, Jose Trevino hit a double, which uh, scored Franchi Cordero. Excuse me. Sorry. Jose Trevino hit a double that scored Aaron Hicks. Um, Franchi Cordero made an error on the play. And then in the bottom of the fifth inning for the Red Sox, Rafael Devers hit a three-run homer that also scored Franchi Cordero and Kevin Polecki. So that made the score 6-5 to five Sox. I mean, Yankees. They had almost come all the way back, and then they just stalled out from there. It was very disappointing. Uh, Winkowski pitched five innings, allowed six hits, six runs, walked five, struck out two, and then no other Red Sox pitcher gave up a run. So just very disappointing was the story for game one. Rafael Devers was the only Red Sox that showed any sort of life in the batter's box. And quite frankly, game two was even more unpleasant. The Yankees won this one 5-12. Connor Seabold was on the mound for the Red Sox. He only went 2.2 innings. He gave up seven runs. Just not a good scene at all. And... Cortez was on the mound for the Yankees. He went 3.2 innings and gave up four runs. So definitely outperformed our man Siebold. But just, and the Yankees were on a tear this whole game. Glaber Torres hit a single in the top of the first inning, which scored DJ LeMahieu. Then Josh Donaldson struck again with a three-run homer in that inning that also brought in Matt Carpenter and Glaber Torres. Then the Red Sox got some action going in the bottom of the first. Christian Vasquez doubled, and um, Rob Snyder and J.D. Martinez scored. But then in the top of the second inning, more fireworks for the Yankees. Matt Carpenter doubled, and D.J. LeMayu scored. In the top of the third, Joey Gallo hit a triple. It scored Aaron Hicks, Jose Trevino. And uh, Joey Gallo was thrown out at home by Christian Arroyo, which was pretty cool to see. That was one of the few uh, good points of that game. 
In the top of the fourth inning, Matt Carpenter hit a solo home run and put the Yanks up 8-2. In the bottom of the fourth inning, Trevor Story hit a solo homer. It's always good to see Trevor Story do something good. And then Bobby Dahlbeck hit a homer to cut the lead. To, the Yankees lead to five. Then in the bottom of the sixth inning, Xander Bogarts grounded out, but Rob Snyder was able to score on that play. Then in the top of the seventh, Marwin Gonzalez hit a sacrifice bunt, and Aaron Hicks scored. That put the Yankees up 10-5. Then in the top of the eighth and the top of the ninth, the Yankees put on two more runs. No more action from the Red Sox, so 12-5 Yankees was the final score of that one. Then here's where things kind of start to look up. The Red Sox won game three, six to five. It was a it was a really, really good game. It's one of my favorite games that the Red Sox have played all year. Cutter Crawford got the start for Boston. He pitched five innings and allowed one run. Uh, Jordan Montgomery was on the mound for the Yankees. He pitched 5.2 innings and gave up two runs. But there were some fireworks in this one. And it was really good to see. In the bottom of the second inning, Bobby Dahlbeck hit a single that scored Xander Bogarts. In the top of the fifth inning, Aaron Hicks hit a, a solo home run to tie the game. In the top of the sixth inning, Anthony Rizzo hit a double that was able to score Glaber Torres to put the Yankees up 2-1. to one. Josh Donaldson continued his hot streak. He hit a single that was able to score Anthony Rizzo. In the bottom of the sixth, Rob Refsnyder hit a home run to make the, the score 3-2 Yankees. Then in the bottom of the eighth, Alex Verdugo hit a single that scored Jeter Downs the tie the game. And then in the top of the tenth inning, Aaron Judge hit a double, and Jose Trevino came in to score. And at this point, I thought it was over. I didn't think the Yankees or I didn't think the Red Sox had it that night. Then what put those thoughts in my head even more? Anthony Rizzo hit a double that scored Aaron Judge. Then. Uh, Jeter Downs hit a single, big single for the Red Sox in the bottom of the 10th inning that scored Jaron Duran. And then Alex Verdugo singled right after him, scored Rob Refsnyder and Jeter Downs, and the Red Sox walked it off. It was glorious. It reminded me why this was my favorite rivalry in sports. It was just so, so much fun to watch. And then in the final game of this series... Nick Pavetta was on the mound for the Red Sox, and Talion was on the mound for the Yankees. This was a good one. Uh, a lot of scoring here. The Red Sox ended up taking the win 11-6, and just a bunch of fireworks. It started early for the Yankees in the top of the first inning. Giancarlo Stanton hit a home run that also scored Aaron Judge. Then Jose Trevino singled. And that brought in, excuse me, I lost my notes. Brought in Matt Carpenter. New York kept it on as Isaiah Kingerfalia scored on a ground ball, hit the center field. Or excuse me, he hit it, Aaron Hicks scored. Then in the bottom of the second was when the Red Sox finally caught a break. French Cordero hit a homer that also scored Trevor's story. But New York added some more in the top of the third as Matt Carpenter hit a home run that scored Anthony Rizzo. Christian Vasquez did not let that phase him, as he hit a solo home run to make it 6-3 Yankees in the bottom of the third. Christian Vasquez hit a double in the bottom of the fifth that scored Jackie Bradley Jr. 
and J.D. Martinez hit a home run, crucial home run for the Red Sox. That's also scored Christian Vasquez to tie the game at six. Then in the bottom of the sixth inning, Jeter Downs hit a sacrifice fly that allowed Trevor Story to score to put Boston up 7-6. to six. And at this point, the Red Sox just ran away with it. They scored a bunch more runs. It was glorious. Definitely by far my favorite game of the series. So that is going to do it on that Sox homestand against the Yankees this weekend. When we come back, we will talk about what has transpired so far in this series against the Rays. And we'll preview the remaining part of it. Don't go anywhere. Are you a fan of mixed martial arts? If so, I have the place for you. Brawl Talk MMA is one of the best places to go for interviews with fighters, fight predictions, recaps, and so much more. Brawl Talk MMA is run by my good friend, Will Miller, and let me tell you, he is one of the best in the business. You can follow Brawl Talk on Instagram at Brawl Talk MMA and subscribe to them on YouTube at the same thing. Let Will know I sent you. He would greatly appreciate it. I would greatly appreciate it. Great MMA content you can't find anywhere else. You really don't want to miss it. Now let's get back to some Sox talk. Welcome back, Red Sox Nation. Before the break, we recapped the series against the Yankees last weekend. Now we're going to look into what's been going on down in St. Pete this week, and we're going to preview the remainder of that series. So, very crucial series. Um, This one means a lot for the AL East standings. And Boston didn't play like it in Game 1, as they got beat 5-10. Matt Whistler, an old Braves player, was on the mound for the Rays. And Brian Bello had his second MLB appearance for Boston. Bello went four innings and allowed five runs. Definitely not that great. Um, not really going to cut it at this level at all. And Whistler's one inning. He had more of an opening type role. He didn't give up any runs. Uh, Fleming was more of the Rays starter. He pitched three innings and he gave up four runs. Um, just kind of recap some of these. Josh Lowe got started quick for the Rays in the bottom of the first as he hit a single that scored Yandy Diaz and G-Man Choi. In the top of the second, Alex Verdugo cut the lead in half as he hit a single that scored Xander Bogarts. In the bottom of the second, Yandy Diaz hit a double that uh, scored Luke Rayleigh, and that put the Rays up 3-1. G-Man Choi added on to it on a uh, single that scored Yandy Diaz, and Jonathan Arenado scored, and or he had a single, G-Man Choi scored. That put the Rays up 5-1, to one, but the Red Sox didn't fret in the top third. J.D. Martinez hit a double that scored Jaron Duran and Christian Vasquez. In the top of the fourth, Jaron Duran strikes again. He had a single, and that scored Rob Refsnyder, make it 5-4 uh, Rays. Then in the top of the fifth, Xander Bogarts hit a single that scored J.D. Martinez to tie the game up. But then the Red Sox fell apart again. The Rays scored a run in the sixth. Another two more in the eighth. And a few more. Okay, yeah. They scored a few more in the eighth. And um, Tampa Bay ended up winning this game 10-5. Not a good showing for Boston at all. Unfortunately... Game two was more of the same. One really, really interesting thing to note, Chris Sale was back for Boston in this game. He pitched five innings and didn't give up any runs. Corey Kluber was on the mound for the Rays. He pitched six innings and gave up two. 
No scoring at all until the top of the fifth. Franchi Cordero broke the scoring ice. He had a sacrifice bunt that scored Alex Verdugo. Then Bobby Dahlbeck hit a triple that scored Jeter Downs. In the bottom of the sixth inning, Francisco Mija hit a single that scored Harold Ramirez to make it 2-1 Red Sox. Then Taylor Walls hit a two-run single that scored Isaac Paradis and Francisco Mija and put the um, Rays up 3-2. And that was all scoring. It was all defense from that point. So that brings us to tonight. It is going on, or the warm-ups are going on right now. It is Shane McClanahan pitching for the Rays. And he's been very good this year. Uh, I'm going to be interested to see how the Red Sox play against him. And for the Red Sox, it looks like we have Josh Winkowski on the mound. I like those odds. Jay Wynn has been very good, very consistent this year. And I think he can get it done tonight. Tomorrow, Rasmussen is on the mound for the Rays, and the Red Sox have not declared a starter yet. So I'm interested to see how they play out these last two games. I think it is imperative that they come back to split. That would do wonders for them in the division. And I'm really, I really hope they can get it done. And that's going to do it for the Rays talk. And right after we get back from this break, we're on to the Yankees. Heading to a game at Fenway Park? Be sure to stop outside of Gate C and pick up a copy of the Way Report. There are plenty of great articles, some written by your favorite podcast host, Daniel Locke, and so much more. You don't want to miss out on the best Red Sox program in town. Now, back to more Red Sox stuff. Now, for the final few minutes of this episode of Focused on Fenway, we are going to preview the Red Sox upcoming series against the Yankees up in the Bronx. I actually left my house in Birmingham today. I flew up here, flew into LaGuardia. Safe travels, good trip, and I'm pumped to go to this game on Friday. It's going to be my first time at Yankee Stadium. Really, really excited. I've heard a lot of horror stories not to wear my Red Sox gear. Guess what? I'm not listening. I'm never going to be ashamed of being a Red Sox fan, and I will be decked out in my Sox gear when I head to this game. So... Not a whole lot to preview for Game 1. Neither side has declared a starter. For Game 2, neither side has declared a starter. And for Game 3, once again, neither side has declared a starter. However, I've heard some murmurings that is supposed to be Chris Sale in Game 3. I really wish it was going to be Chris Sale in Game 1 so I could see Chris Sale pitch. But I don't think that's going to work out for me. So that's just, a, this series is, is so important. The Red Sox, I, I think the Red Sox need two of these. And I know they're going to be tough to get, but that would do wonders for them as they try to kind of eat back into the lead the Yankees have. I really think they can do it. I really do. I'm confident in this team. I have been all year. That Yes, that's made me look stupid sometimes. But, you know, I'm always going to be confident in the Sox until they give me a reason not to be. Because any time they prove me wrong, they turn around and prove me right. So, big series in the Bronx. Not much to talk about. Pretty much everyone's healthy. The Red Sox are supposed to get a few guys, a few uh, relief pitchers back from the IR. So, that'll help. But we should have a great series in store. And that is going to do it for this episode of Focused on Fenway. I am planning on recording another episode after I get back from the game on Friday night. 
That is, if I make it out of the Bronx alive, have a great day and go Sox. Thank you for listening to the Focused on Fenway podcast. I had a great time keeping you informed on everything going on with the Boston Red Sox. Please follow the show on Instagram and Twitter at Focused on Fenway. You can also follow me on Twitter at Daniel J. Locke. Have a great rest of your day, and I'll speak with you soon.